What's up, listeners? It is April 21st, 2021. We are on our way into the city. It is windy as a motherfucker. Pardon my French. But, um, you know, right now the forecast says that there's rain on the way, but it clears up around 7 and then it comes back throughout the night. So we'll see how the Red Sox want to play this. Um, You know, after my last pod, you know, I'm definitely sipping the Kool-Aid and they've still been winning and the Yankees are just in fucking shambles like they won last night. But um, it is a lot going on in the sports world. And for some reason, the Red Sox seem to be center to that universe, um, especially when it comes to soccer. I know you guys don't give a shit, but if you're a soccer fan, it's a big fucking deal. And the Red Sox ownership at Fenway Sports Group are right in the middle of it. So I'll get to that right now, and then we'll get back to baseball because um, you guys only care about that. So for me, they tried creating a Super League for soccer. Right now, the Premier League is definitely the number one league. Um, You have Man U, which is my favorite team, Tottenham, Spurs, um, the Man City, Manchester City. You have um, Chelsea. You have like these really big six clubs that are the fucking balls of the league basically the cowboys the patriots the um eagles the giants like those big heavy hitter uh franchises of a sports league and they're looking around being like why the fuck are we splitting money with these scrub clubs that shouldn't even like get all the money we're the ones getting the fans we have the largest fan bases why don't we create this super league where we can play the other super clubs and other conferences and you know have that league going throughout the week to get more money and things like that it's a super greedy fucking take and the fans went crazy about it it was like people resigned there were you know players that were pissed you know Xander Bogarts um did a press conference last night in a Liverpool um shirt and if you don't know the Red Sox own the Liverpool football club so it was a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I drove by Fenway today. Yeah, yesterday there weren't any people protesting, but there were people protesting at the Chelsea game. They blocked the stagecoach um, of the players to get to their game, which made them late. Um, this was a big deal, and I remember when I read it, it, it left definitely a sick feeling in my stomach. And the worst part is, it's a lot of the American or foreign owners that are kind of um, jockeying this thing to try to say "fuck you" to the UEFA, which is the you know the FIFA league in Europe. And um, it looks really bad. It makes our American greed look worse and the anti-Americanism that it already is in Europe. They just feed into that. And it was just like a big deal. And I know all my friends who are soccer fans, um, who are soccer fans, were pissed about it. And I was too. I just think it's just one of those things where it's scary. Like if the Red Sox, Yankees, um, you know... Dodgers or whatever, if they wanted to say, you know, screw the Orioles, screw these baseball teams that don't do shit, we'll do our own league, we'll play teams in Japan, we'll play teams in, um, you know, Dominican Republic, whatever, we'll play these teams around the world, um, that's going to cause uh, a lot of shit even in America, so it was just a ballsy move by John Henry, and now he had to put an apology out, which just makes him look like a bigger elitist than he is, which is fucking hysterical for me, because... You know, these guys are always trying to pretend that they're this woke group of um, owners, but yet just created a program that's going to like take food off the plate of these smaller clubs. And to break down how how soccer works in the Premier League, and I think it's fucking brilliant, as an English person would say, 
if you suck in that league, you get relegated to a shittier league. Like, there's a bottom, like, four that gets kicked out of the conference. So, like, teams like the Browns or um, notoriously horrible fucking sports teams or, like, the Royals or shit teams that never make it will literally get kicked out. And the top teams, like, say, the Paw Sox or another club team that would be baseball would make it to the MLB. Um, obviously, I don't think we can do that in America because of the amount of money that gets into these stadiums that are built and the amount of tax dollars that, you know, these people can make off playing these um, these big franchises. Like, I'm sure the Orioles literally eat off the Yankees and Red Sox games. So if we were to kick the Orioles out and make a Super League, then that team would just literally just be destroyed. There wouldn't be a team in, in Baltimore, and that's that. Which is still great because, to be honest, it gives the ownership more to just like make the team good and it, and it spend more money and invest more into the stadium and the club and make it a better environment to play in. And it, it, I love the theory. I wish we could have did something like that where we had baseball clubs instead of like actual, um, you know, systems and things like that. But back to the soccer thing, that's what goes on in the Premier League. So you have teams that are like random, like my, you know, teams that just don't do well but they're actually doing well and they're stealing wins and they're making it to the top like a West Ham team and you won't see that anymore because what they won't play these little clubs anymore they would be playing Real Madrid um Barcelona or PSG which is in Paris or uh the German team so it was just this crazy fucking new world order shit and I'm glad that it exploded in everyone's face and again comes back to John Henry and the FSG group where now they have a lot of shit. They may be getting in trouble for this, but at the end of the day, if you're a smart business person, this was probably never known. Like they probably knew this would have never worked out, but this is more to get more business leveraging power. It's like, uh, you know, I'm dealing with a car dealership right now. And the minute we stand up and leave that price goes down. So, um, whatever they're doing, it's going to work because they're going to get something going their way. And at the end of the day, I do understand that profit sharing kind of sucks especially when you're the best team and you should be rewarded for that. And a team like the fucking Cleveland Browns is, is getting the same amount of TV rights, even though you're, you know, got more fans on Monday Night Football and all that shit. It does suck, but um, you can't just go out and make your own league out of it. That's just a crazy fucking extreme thing to do, and they're paying for it. So I hope I caught you up with the Super League kind of 4 one um, and it's right now, it's, there's a dark cloud over sports um, and, fo- and soccer right now because of it. So um, let it be known if anyone else tries to pull some shit like that, that they're going to be, you know, punished for it. So, um, yeah. And everyone else that doesn't like soccer, I feel bad for you. It is a great sport. I had to bribe my manager Monday night just to get me to get out early so I can run to the game. Didn't score a goal this week, but I had some fucking pretty good assists. Sweat my ass off. And it's just, you know, everyone hates Mondays and they wake up on, you know, Monday mornings and they dread just getting back on the work grind. But every dude I meet on Monday night, they love it. And we have great games. It's like seven versus seven um, with a goalie on, you know, other team plays goalie for us. And it's just amazing run. And I'm meeting a lot of cool dudes off of it and a lot of other leagues that are in the city in Cambridge or in Norwell near me. So I don't know, man, give soccer a try, play the sport, maybe playing it will get you more interested i think that's what happened to me with um with the sport i started actually playing it and understanding what it was and what these things mean and it's just like a really fun sport to play especially like you know i'm playing against 50 year old men that are still going and uh, um 
you know, it's a little less harder on the body if you're playing defense than, you know, playing basketball, running back and forth, bumping into each other. So um, I recommend it. It's cool. But that's it. That's my take on soccer and the Fenway Sports Group obviously now is eating crow. And, um, you know, who knows? Maybe they're going to get kicked out of the league. You don't know, like, what's going to happen to um, to the to league right now. Like, I mean, to the ownership. They could probably get voted out. If the fans refuse to want to have them as owners, that could be a big problem for them. I know LeBron just bought uh, into the team and all that other stuff, but it's a tough situation. And you got to fire whoever the hell thought it was a good idea. And those guys are going to be probably uh, ripped apart. It's not the time to be greedy right now. The fucking country's in fucking shambles. There's fucking racial tension shit. There's crypto coin that's like fucking a dog's face on it. That's like making people thousands, even though it's just a fucking fake thing. The world is just messed up. And the last thing you want to do is like act like a greedy company and make these kind of decisions, especially in Europe, who's been shut down this whole fucking time and only open for a little bit and then re-shut down. It's just so stupid, so dumb. And, you know, what's wrong with us? Why does America always have to be so fucking into the whole like money over just like anything? It's stupid. I mean... Sports in general, like a baseball game, like you should not pay $80 to see a two-hour game and then pay $10 for a fucking hot dog, $60 for parking, $12 for a beer. It's just like, it's crazy. And, you know, we've gotten away with it in Fenway. So it's just, it's turned into more than just like the passion of the fans. It's all about bottom line stuff. And I talked about this on my last pod where like, you may think that these corporate fucking people are into like being sided with the woke woke shit they're not they're all about the money it's marketing for them they could give a fuck less about what happens in the world as long as their pockets get fatter and the investors and the stockholders get their shares so let that be known with anyone that thinks that coca-cola is a better company now because they did all that shit they're not a better company and they have so much child fucking labor and camps in china and all this other shit like nike and stuff give me a break i'm tired of it it's ridiculous so on a positive note, I will give uh, the Red Sox so much credit right now on this team. Um, yeah, do we have to split that uh, series against the White Sox? We got an 11-game home streak right now. We're now at the middle of this. Um, we got a home game tonight. Um, you know, we're beating good teams. If you're beating the Blue Jays last night, that was a hard-fought win. Um, you know, big pitching situations. Adam Ottavino going in there and, you know, pitching some fucking gas, giving him some confidence. I love what Cora is doing right now. He is absolutely letting the boys play. And you're seeing some amazing loose baseball. This whole, like, shopping cart home run thing, I fucking love it. I think that's, like, such a good way to just build team morale and get these guys just loose. Because that's what baseball is all about. It's a, it's a head game. I played the sport. You know, I wasn't anyone thing fucking great, but I know for a fact if I went in that batter's box with confidence, you know, that I could get a hit, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a hit. And the, obviously there's taking bad pitches and swinging out my ass is different than going up there and getting contact. If you can see it, you believe it in baseball and having these guys loose and happy and confident is all we need right now for sports. So, you know, it's been a pleasure to watch them. You know, Kike Hernandez seems to be finding his bat. They had that huge offensive day on Sunday during the um, doubleheader. And um, they won again that night. So, you know, I've, uh, I'm definitely all aboard. It's been a pleasure. I think Dahlbeck's obviously still um, 
still getting into getting the rookie jitters out and learning about how things work. You know, people probably got a lot of film on him in the, in the spring training, so they've been pitching um, pretty well around him. So um, I see him coming around soon. Again, JD Martinez, unbelievable. Um, Devers has been on an absolute fucking tear. Uh, obviously, a little bit of a slump um, when we got back home, but those games that in the Twins where he hit five home runs in three games was just unbelievable. And these home runs were rockets that he shot out. So in the snow during a game that had fucking sirens going off, crazy shit against a pretty hot Twins team. I mean, I have Buxton on my team right now for fantasy, even though he got injured. Um, you know, they, they were winning games and they were playing a lot of good offensive baseball. So we're beating good teams. We're getting out of tough jams. You know, our relief pitching is surprisingly superior compared to the rest of the league. Now, right now, I think our issues are our starting pitching. We were giving up some high runs. Obviously, the Orioles series fucked these numbers up because we had that seven-run second inning. And it takes a while for the averages to get a little stabilized at the beginning of the season. But right now, Red Sox are the best team in baseball. I'm going to say that hands down. You can debate me all you want. And it is what it is. They are loose. They are hitting they are what a team looks like right now that's already in a great form. And I did the worst take ever and said that I didn't want Cora coming back. It's going to leave a stain. You already got caught cheating. And I take it back now because then I'm starting to think like this guy has won a championship with this team. He's got a good majority of the players and on, on the batting lineup that he won with. You know, he can talk to these guys. You know, he, can, he knows their kicks. He knows what gets them to play. And it's working. And I, I take it back. It was a terrible fucking take. And I'm eating crow now, kind of like John Henry at his press conference this morning. And I'm with the Red Sox. I'm all in. I've been very uh, enjoyable to, to watch them play. You know, it's the only thing I can actually play in terms of watching baseball as the Red Sox. I got the show 21 and I could barely fucking play the game because I've been working my balls off. So... Um, it's been just like a pleasant start to the season and it's good for Boston. It's good for even just the business that I run around the city, around the ballpark. It's very important that, um, they're winning right now because you can tell that the fans are all about it. They're excited to go when the games are over, they're excited to get drinks after the game. So I'm, um, definitely in a good place with the Red Sox right now. There's no negativity coming out of me besides, you know, I don't even know. Besides the ownership, that's the only thing that's like pissing me off. Like that fucking Super League thing pisses me off. So, um, besides that, that's great. And then obviously, I just wanted to rant on this because I've been fucking went on a rant in a while. But I'm sorry if you work from home, you're basically, um, and I'll call you out on it. Like you're not working 40 hours a week. And if you're working 40 hours a week, you're finding stupid things to do work on to piss people off that are actually on the job. I'm not going to name who it is, but I just had to make someone look really dumb because while I'm busting my ass in operations, hands-on shit, and you get an email from someone with an admin title who's just nickel and diming you over the dumbest fucking Excel sheets that actually don't even make sense. You are just so tone deaf and you're dumb. And if you own a business and you're listening to this and you let your fucking accountants fucking run your business and give you all the info you need to know, you're an idiot because the people that are in operations... People that know what goes on on the ground, that's the most important people you need on your team. I've worked for companies in my past that have let the, sale, the senior sales manager or the um, head of finance basically be the CEO of the company and make decisions. And it's not the person you need to be talking to. 
you need to be talking to people that work every day. You need to talk to the fucking staff. You need to talk to your management. You need to talk to the operations team. Those are the people that matter for your business. Not a fucking um, P&L sheet, not a payroll processing thing. This is what matters to the business is operations. And that's what makes the money for all these people who are sitting on their ass with their fucking, fucking birds chirping and their fucking, you know, perfect world setting to actually like know what's going on. And it's just tiring that we're, you know, even with sports, you're having people just look at fucking algorithms and basically tell you how to play the game. Fuck you. You don't know. I'll rather take a guy like Tony LaRusa. You know, granted his fucking crazy ass comments that he makes and his DUIs now and then. I'd rather have him tell me how to fucking coach a baseball game than some nerd who's looking at a fucking spreadsheet on how this pitcher um, pitches high and inside uh, 3% of the time. So it's like ridiculous. And again, if you own a business and you're not on the ground looking at stuff do not go from what the performance sheet says you can't go off of that you need to know exactly what a person's going through so with that being said i slam dunked it i proved the person wrong they were reading the wrong sheet and wasted my morning doing it and it's like you are that bored with your life that you not only made this email and you wasted my time for three hours but you weren't even using accurate reports so you know, it feels good. It was a win, but it was a hard-fought win because I had to kind of educate everyone on the situation for 23 email threads later. But, you know, that goes to say, like, if you work from home, like, don't do the most because there's people that are do- actually working, that are doing stuff, and they uh, really don't fucking care that you're going over the top to audit, you know, something that didn't even need to be audited. It's really uh, pathetic, and it shows how out of touch you are with your team. So, um, for the people that obviously work from home and sales and things like that, like, yeah, do you, that's good. But it's really the the number of people that really just kind of don't get it. And it's a kiss of death for any company. If you're going to let people like this fucking run your place, it's just a bad news bears and that's it. So I'm going to sign off. I'm, you know, I run for a run earlier and it was sunny, you know, windy almost my wig almost blew off, but It's still windy and the storm clouds are coming in. So I'm not sure if they're going to play this game tonight. Um, I hope they can fit it in. It seems like it would clear up by seven, but I'm not banking on it. It is like old school. It looks like a freaking summer thunderstorm coming in. So we'll see what uh, what's going to happen with this baseball game. tonight. I hope they play the more they play, the hotter they stay. So um, I hope everyone has a good evening, afternoon. We'll be here. I'll do another pod in a week or so. Take care. Peace.